0: Bam, we're live. Good morning, Rambler. What's up? Uh, someone in the thumbnail, you're using a 100 to 400 uh, GM lens? I don't think so. I don't have a 100 to 400 lens. I don't think so. I don't know what th- I didn't make the thumbnail, so I don't know. But I, I maybe a long time ago I had like a tamar, tamar, rack or something 100 to 400. I don't remember. Maybe or at a fifty to five hundred on a on a Sony, if it or, or no on a Canon, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I'll look at that um, thumbnail later, or some, or you can send me a screenshot through DMs. But that does not sound uh, accurate. Speaking of cameras, Jake is in, what's up, playa? How you doing, dude? Girl's hair was on point in that uh, video with uh, Be Friendly Fitness. I uh, hope you're well, buddy. I hope you're feeling good. Hope you're healing up, uh, Augustus. Uh, good morning. Uh, foreigner, for sure, right? With the name Augustus. Uh, Marissa Hanojosa. Hey, good morning. Nice shot of the butt. Good. Jeez uh, Louise. What's up, player? Uh, Bobby Peters. Uh, yes. 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 hmm Yes. Yes. Omar Cornejo. Not to be mixed up with uh, Marissa Hanojosa. Definitely not to be mixed up with the guy from Trinidad, Tobago Devesh Maharaj, the hammer Robbie, what's up, dude? You're still flat building me Paulina, hi, always good to see you Paper Street Coffee in the house It's a great photo of you, Paulina It's dope, it's gangster Paper Street Coffee, thank you Word up, Mr. Doses Word up In 2008, maybe before I met this guy named Dutch Lowy, he ended up being one of the main characters in the movie Every Second Counts, the documentary. And one of the things Dutch says in that movie is, I do CrossFit when I don't know what to do. And that way, when something pops up that I need to do, I'm ready to do it because I'm I'm a CrossFitter. I didn't say it nearly as eloquently as he did. But if you don't know what you're doing, do CrossFit. And then when when something pops up that you need to do, you're ready to do it. I heard someone say the other day, just follow your breath or something like that. Or how, how many times a day do you focus on your breath? And for me, and I don't know when it began, but I'm sure my wife introduced me to it. Probably if, if my default is always to go back to my breath. So I, from the second I noticed from the second I grabbed my coffee, which is probably 30 paces out of my house and into into the main house, out of the um, uh, podcast studio, seven podcast studio and back into the house. That 30 as soon as I grab my coffee and I start walking here, all my attention just goes to my breath that's just how it is. When I wake up in the morning, I'm just paying attention to my breath. When I go to bed at night, I'm paying attention to my breath. My default is like when I'm driving, I'm paying attention to my breath. When I'm on the phone with Andrew Hiller, I'm paying attention to my breath. It's just my default. It's where I go. I take it for granted. But I but I practiced it and I still practice it. I My pr- practicing following my breath is even a habit. It's weird. The most valuable gift you have is stillness. And to this day, one of the best examples I can think of comes from the movie Terminator. When Arnold Schwarzenegger, someone says something to him, and these lines start popping up in his head, like like the, the screen turns to like an inside shot of his brain. And it starts offering up interactions that he could have with what he just saw. And one pops up, and then another one pops up, and then another one pops up, and then finally one pops up, and it says, fuck you, asshole. And he checks it, and the Terminator says, fuck you, asshole. You got to give yourself time to get options instead of just reacting, going through the day reacting to shit. Think of your life as a record. You know, you put the needle down on a record and it just goes round and round and then it gets to the end and then it goes back to the beginning again you have to if you want if you want your record to play a different song at some point you have to stop just getting played and you have to try you have to just take a breath and let something pass by this thing that some people might call an awkward silence it's not awkward at all it's it's actually very comfortable for people who sit in it You, you're not obligated to react to things. You're not obligated. When your phone rings, you are not obligated to answer it. You are not obligated. Not even close. Not even a little bit. If you are hungry, you are not obligated to get up and go to the refrigerator and get food you can create space and watch that and let another option appear this uh this is from the city of Santa Cruz, California Managing Editor Tom Wright here with Thursday Morning's Report. This is is for the people of Santa Cruz, where I live. With flu season in full swing and a flurry of indoor holiday gatherings on the horizon, Santa Cruz County Health Officer Lisa Hernandez has issued a new health order to protect vulnerable community members and is urging the public to heed the call to step up personal protective measures of its own. They want you to react to that because they reacted to something. That the the line that I like to use, don't argue your limitations or if you argue your limitations, they will be yours. I can't. Great. I'll give it to you. God will give it to you. If you argue your limitations, they're yours. I'm pregnant, it's un, but it's unrealistic that I'll just quit drinking coffee and quit drinking alcohol and quit smoking cigarettes. Great. That's yours now. You own that. You just argued your own weakness. My wife did not drink alcohol or or or, or caffeine or smoke cigarettes for th- 3 or 4 years. She got pregnant with Avi, and she she removed those things from her life. She wasn't smoking anyway, but. Oh, what did I just read? This is good. Chris Biesterfeld, be careful what you say to yourself. I'm going to share this on the screen with you guys. This is from a guy named Ryan Holiday, who has 2.5 million followers on Instagram and has wrote some book called The Daily Stoic that people think is a good book. He fell asleep during the pandemic During the pandemic, yesterday I, we'll get back to that in one second. Yesterday, I was at my kids' tennis uh, class, and um, I there are these benches where all the parents sit, like they're like bleachers, portable bleachers, and they face the tennis courts And most of the parents don't even go there; they just drop their kids off. But I stay and watch. And, and most of the parents don't do that. I always do that. As a matter of fact, I've been told not to do that. I've been told I baby, I baby my kids. I've been told just all this stuff, right? The teacher—I mean, I love the teacher, but he's like, "Hey, dude, you got to give your kids some space. You can't be always here watching. You know, you're the only parent here." Blah, that kind of shit. I'm like, okay, thank you. But I—I had my kids to watch them, and like, I accept the fact if it's fucking them up or whatever anyone's saying. Like, I—I'm—I go to the skate park to watch my kids skate. Like, I—I I, fuck, I enjoy it uh just like i like if my my wife's working out i'll go in the garage and watch her workout. i just like watching people move and especially people that i love so i um yesterday i was there oh and and then and but but uh, these parents i've known for a long time a handful of them because my kids started there when he was four or five and i'm there five days a week so i see all the parents and most of the parents there actually play tennis i'm one of the few that don't and uh so I, I know all the parents and I see them, but they sit with, on the bleachers and I bring my own chair. I bring this click chair, C-L-I-Q chair. It's like this little fancy portable chair and you pop it up and I sit on it on a grassy area by myself. And the reason why is because in the beginning, the reason why is because uh, I all those parents were uh, woke. Like they all, they, we were the only kid that came there that wasn't, I wasn't wearing a mask and the kids weren't wearing a mask. This is back in 2019 or 20. It's like the instructor didn't wear a mask, and I, me and my kids didn't wear masks, and everyone else all fucking masked up. So I knew I was I was uh, hanging with retards. But Seba, maybe their mom had cancer at home. You're too judgmental. Well, uh, I'm just telling you, the first 49 years of my life, I only saw Asian people wearing masks. Now everyone was so like, fine. Call me judgmental, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on retard. 500 on retards for Savon. Savon. Letitia Lamar. I know Savon's not as black as you, but be nice to him. I wasn't as dark as the other kids. They hated me. They were mean to me. I didn't fit in. So I... Yesterday, there was a guy there and um, uh, his kid goes to the tennis camp, you know, the, the academy with my kid and he was a masker. And I remember this girl walking up to my kid one time and being like, hey, do you want I'm teaching a dance class over the summer. Um, do you want to come? You need to. She was like 10 at the time. And my kid was like seven. And she's like, you need to know that, um, uh, that it's my dance class is inclusive and you have to wear a mask at it. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And and I knew that this guy, because of who he hung out with the other parents, because I, I, some of the parents had come over and tried to talk to me one time and it quickly got weird. Right. I knew that they were all fucking full BLM people and fucking pro uh, uh, pro get your kids, make your kids take drugs so they can go to school, make uh, make make everyone take drugs. Right. The Pfizer drugs. And so I just kind of stayed away from them. And anytime they came near me and wanted to talk about it, you know, I would fuck them up, right? Not on purpose, but they would just get fucked up. I'd start saying, like, sh- the shit, right? Just dropping the bombs on them. And, uh, I mean, like, heart. just imagine, like, someone's trying to talk to me about BLM, and I immediately ask them, what, what's the root of their racism? Why they think black people are inferior? You know what I mean? Or what, what's the outcome they're looking for? And they just fucking get unraveled. And... Uh, so, so yesterday, this guy's there, and for some reason, I'm compelled to walk over and just say hi to him, and I say hi to him, and we start talking, and he starts telling me about his best friend uh, died, and his best friend was 56 years old and one of the fittest human beings he'd ever met. Yeah, all the parents are pretty fit too and healthy looking, Of the tennis kids. And I'm like, oh, really? And I go, what, what 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 was he doing? He said he was on a hundred mile bike ride. And uh he he had just finished like setting a like a, a record pace for himself ever in the hundred mile bike ride at 56 years old. I want I want to say he did it in four hours or something, some race on the East Coast. And he had a heart attack. And I said to the guy, and you know, you know where I go right away, right? So I go, What year was that? And he goes, 2022. So his best friend just didn't die. It was two years ago, but he's still playing it in his head. And I said, oh, what do you think? He was really in good shape. He goes, amazing shape. I go, any health problems? He goes, no. I go, what do you think caused it? And he said, COVID or maybe the immunization to COVID. COVID. Dude, it's like. All these people who got the shot—I think they all are starting to know people who died now. That's like the sixth story I've heard like that in like this last six months. I feel like I'm hearing like one a month now. Of someone who knows, so it's it's like the new AIDS or cancer or some shit. Wow. But I was happy for him because it, 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 it's like he, he I could tell he was waking up to it. Like he slipped it in there like he wanted to talk to me about it. I didn't push it. I didn't want to like open the, f- the floodgate of just anti-vax stuff on him. I just like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> this is from Ryan Holiday. This is a very unhealthy man. I suspect, I don't know, but he's probably like a world-class plagiarizer. I don't even know. I don't even know what. uh, I don't even think I know what uh, stoicism is. I mean, I think I've read a couple of books on it back in the day, but. Last week, I did a piece for New York Daily News. They couldn't run all of it. So I thought I'd send the longer version here. Enjoy. It's alarming to see how relevant, trust me, I'm lying has turned out to be. But here we are. At the first vaccine clinic I worked at here in a small town outside Austin, Texas, the county vaccinated more than 2,000 people in one day. This is Ryan Holiday talking. He's proud of this. This is like he, he's proud of this. At the first vaccine clinic I worked at here. And by the way, I think this guy's crazy influential. You know, like there's people who have 2 million followers, but they're not influential. I think this guy's 2.5 million followers are like really influenced by him. At the first vaccine clinic I worked at here in a small town outside Austin, Texas, the county vaccinated more than 2,000 people in one day. The last clinic I volunteered at, which closed because they no longer put volunteers to use, I checked had less than 15 people in for their shots. It was actually a good day. The day before, they had done five. This was not because there was a shortage of people who needed their miraculous mRNA vaccines. We, like much of the rural South, have barely cracked a 40% vac- vaccination rates for adults. So already we got a problem here, right? We got a conflation of mRNA and vaccine. Like he's he's already like, this dude fucking fell asleep at the wheel and he's just doing it. This is, uh, um, someone asked what the date on this, it just says two years ago. I remember this dude posting stuff on Instagram and thinking... Holy shit, this guy's a comp- that I don't know exactly what stoicism is, but I believe it has a strong root in stillness, and no one who is a master at stillness would have gotten the injection. It doesn't it, it, there's nothing inside of me when I'm breathing. There's there's no fear in there. There's no there's no reaction to get to get that. There's no reaction to get the injection. That's a reaction to fear. There's no intellectual, there's no intellectual steps that would get anyone who is conscious and watching the steps get the injection. You, you, you know, you know, like there's a plank that, that like if you, you know, like pirates, they ask you to walk the plank. You don't do that unless You intellectually can make sense of why you walk the plank. And why do you walk it? Because the guy has the sword and he's pushing you to do it. And so you see, you make the connection right away, a logical connection without any leaps. You evaluate it and you're like, okay, sword touching my back, causing me to walk the plank. Guy's yelling at me, he's going to kill me. He's already walked six other people off the plank. No one's gotten away from it. One guy got killed who refused. So you walk the plank. The virus wasn't like that. We had a fucking boat full of people off the coast of Japan who were not dying with the virus. We had the data come out of China. Everyone over 65 years old of the people dying predominantly, like 96% or whatever it was, were over 65 years old and had been smoking for more than 30 years. The second largest group in China that was dying were the women who lived with those smoking men for 30 years or more. We had the data point that um, the vast majority of people who were dying were 82 years old in countries where the average age of death was 80 and had four or more comorbidities. There was no there was no wake person wake. There was no person connecting the dots who was like, okay, it's safe to take. Not even a little bit awake, not even a little bit awake. do it for the people who are old and who are going to die so then you do a quick google search and you say what's the life expectancy of someone who's already in a nursing home i can't remember what it was it, it was like uh, 13 months and we're 13 months into the pandemic and we're still doing the same games there hasn't been a change none none of it made sense with just simple logic yeah thank you kevin there was no sword that that i, I agree with you there was no sword Man, this dude, this this is, what's scary is, is like, I think, I think part of stoicism is this, like, this claim that you're, at the essence of it, there's this claim that you're awake, that you're conscious. Or at least it's a conscious practice. It's a practice of consciousness. I'm guessing at its essence, it's this realization that you can go back to your breath at any time and not be obligated to react. I have an itch here on my head. I'm not obligated to scratch it or is it a scratch to itch? You know what I mean. I'm not obligated to, to, to do that. I have other options. I can watch it. I can watch the evolution of that, that sensation on my forehead that people so quickly react to and say it itches. And you have to start making these small battles, relevant battles in your life, like, okay, today I'm going to experiment and not itch. I'm going to try to catch myself before I itch anything and watch it and sit with the sensation. And the more you practice it, it just becomes second nature. Will T Bergeron loves this guy. That sucks. Cause I like Ben, but this guy is a this guy is a world-class fraud. This was an amazing opportunity. This whole the whole injection thing was an amazing opportunity and litmus test for, for conscious people. Someone in here in the comments mentioned Eckhart Tole. Eckhart Tolle, he's one of the few, He, I, I, I'm trying to think, I can't think of one other of those self-help spiritual people who actually got it. He laughs and calls it the so-called pandemic. Marianne Williamson jumped, she fell asleep at the wheel, she actually quarantined herself. Deepak Chopra fucking completely shit the bed. He went to sleep. Sleep at the wheel. This guy, this guy, uh, um, what's his name again? Ryan Holiday. This guy fucking went to sleep too. I wonder if that's his real name. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Look at his tattoo on his his wrist. It says stillness is the key. I wonder, (laughs) oh my God. Listen, imagine reacting to something that caused you to pull a mask over your face while showing a tattoo that says stillness is the key. Oh, wow. Listen to this. Uh, recently in a work meeting where colleagues were eagerly, discuss, eagerly discussing getting the next booster – and we're boasting how many shots they had. Holy shit! What state do you live in? That is wild. I, it's weird to me that not everyone knows now. the The thing is, is it's okay to be asleep. It, 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 I, I, I'm. If you got the shot, if you reacted, these are all normal things. This is like. This is what's happening in the matrix, right? People are just asleep. Some people want to be asleep. Some people wake up and they're like, fuck, can I go back to sleep? And you can go back to sleep. There's this line in the Bible. It says, um, don't be a dog and and return to your own vomit. And I think that's what it's saying. I think that that when I, when I heard that line, I was like, oh, yeah, don't fall back asleep. And so you have to, you have to, there's things you can do to help yourself stay awake. You have to create space. So, uh, uh, actually, actually, observe and in, in, uh, stillness. Observe stillness. Observe stillness. Don't argue your limitations. Anyone who is reading this guy's shit and using this, this, and this, this, this kind of writing that I'm going to keep reading to you from the guy, this is the kind of stuff that's for people who. Didn't know what to do. He was giving them the um, permission. He's giving them the permission to get the shot. Uh, I wonder how many i i don't I don't think most people watch this show. That's why I almost always read the comments I pull up. I don't know if I believe this uh, clock uh last I heard about two weeks ago only three percent of the u s had taken the new vaccine. What a beautiful collapse of credibility of u s. public health. Another Omar. Omar, Sevi. What's up, player? Look at look at that spelling of Sevi. Big hug. Thanks, brother. I love a hug. I've been I've been listening to your podcast for over a year and just now decided to text and say hi. You guys are rocking it. Keep it up. Thanks, dude. This isn't really 12 daily doses, is it? Someone please tell me. There's no way. There's no way. I liked all your comments in the in the beginning of the show, uh, Audrey. I was just trying to stay on track here. Um, this was not the, this was not because there was a shortage of people who needed this miraculous mRNA vaccine. We like much of the rural South. Have barely cracked the 40% vaccination rates. How could this be? Bastrop County is the kind of place where people will pull over and change a tire for you, where we just banded together to pull each other out of the snow during a freak test Texas freeze. We're part of a state where flooding and hurricanes bring out the so called Cajun Navy to rescue neighbors from danger, often at grave risk. What could have happened to these people so indifferent to their own health, let alone to the health of most of, of the most vulnerable in our community? He's basically saying, "Hey, why aren't these people taking the injection to protect other people?" I mean, imagine. So this guy was walking the plank to protect the people on the boat. How did this guy fall for that? If he, if he, if he, what does his tattoo say? Stillness is the key. I wonder how still he was when he got that. You know, you know, when he got that tattoo, what happened, right? He fell asleep. And he reacted to something. And then he went and got the tattoo. It was a reaction to something. Instead of just watching that, I should get a tattoo that says stillness is the key. He didn't. He went went to the tattoo shop and got it. uh 12 uh 12 daily doses a uh, 16 year sober loving life snatching 230. I did a hundred overhead squats the other day with a 45 pound bar um 15 years drunk smoke weed every morning 95 pound back squat you gotta stop smoking weed I think Is that our girl? Did she change her? Is this, is this my girl? Is this my self-help book? Are you sitting in a bowling alley? Have you read an outline of intellectual rubbish? An essay by Bertrand Russell. I, I, I like him. All superstition and illogical beliefs are supported by fear. Could expand the dialogue of these topics. These angry pro- protesters are nothing like my politely vaccine-hesitant neighbors. The problem is that the message they are spreading is what has trickled down to folks I share a fence line with, and contributed to a cultural consciousness where a solid cor- court of the population is declining to protect themselves from a virus that's killed six hundred and ten thousand of their fellow citizens. Imagine, imagine saying this that it's killed 610,000 people and not mentioning that the vast majority of them were over the average age of death in the country. Imagine saying this without also mentioning that the flu data went to zero. Imagine saying this, that the vast majority of them, if not all, all had four or more comorbidities. Imagine saying this without saying that no one under 18 years old had died or whatever it was for a long time. This is a bad fucking human being. This is like just. It, why is he bad? Because he's he's this whole guy's fucking deal is that he's awake, but he's fucking asleep. Um, it it it's almost like he was uh uh to use like some sort of like biblical reference, like he's he got possessed by the devil, like he was. What is this is like some false idol shit. Now, here we go. You ready for this? Here we go. The way to protect the public is obvious. I mean, this guy does all the woke talk. What do you think? What do you think? he? What do you think it is? What, what do you think he, he's he's going to protect the public so that we can all take the injection? Ready? You guys already know what it is. The way to protect the public is obvious. Ban them algorithmically punish accounts which share their content quarantine accounts infected until this temporary fit of insanity passes Ryan Holiday people not basically go to zero it vanished dude it vanished from from the paperwork uh, Daniel Garrity, flu did basically go to zero, even though people didn't get tested. We can go back and look in the wastewater. It wasn't there uh, during the lockdowns. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying it did vanish. Yeah, he, let, whether it did or didn't, huge red flag. What the fuck is going on? How could there be a year where COVID's here and flu's gone? Oh, fucking impossible. dude vivek was a beast last night you know what's funny immediately everyone said that he was unhinged and lost the debate if you if you looked up his name but everyone knows he fucking destroyed them when he called out that fucking chick uh weltner veltner whatever her name is about the russian collusion shit that was amazing and hey listen the thing with the daughter was borderline weird right but this fucking chick, Nikki Haley, is talking about how bad TikTok is. These guys are talking about it like it's the fucking plague, right? And uh, and then he's like, but your daughter's on TikTok. And with her response, like, if I would have respected Nikki Haley. She's like, you're right. I need to fucking clean that shit up and get her off. But she didn't. She called him scum. By the way, that's reaction, too. Arguing, like, just not owning up to shit. That anytime someone pushes back when they shouldn't, that's that's being asleep. You hit their ego, and they went to sleep, and they reacted. That's what's going on with Hiller, by the way. We talked about it yesterday. Like he's throwing things; they're going into people's head, and they're hit. It's hitting parts of their ego. You got to let it just fucking fall out the other side. And so when it when it hits them, they're responding. You must be like Wata. Uh, David uh, Masella, I have a hard on for Vivek Only candidate up there that sounds like a human I agree too And here's the thing These are the kind of things people say about him I don't trust him, he sounds like a salesman Okay uh, um, But what about what he said What about what he said about closing the border you, you like that part? What about the part of calling out the person, the NBC news person, uh, for, make, for uh, helping um, um, manipulate the last election? How come how, – he? why aren't you reporting on the fact that the last election was stolen and that there was election interference propagated by uh, NBC? How about the fact that he said uh, – what he said is why don't we have Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and who is the third person uh, interviewing us? Why do we got these baboons? That shit was fucking fire, dude yeah he's a savage hey and in in if you if you read the reports the the feedback on the um just kind of like the the mainstream media is like saying how all of the candidates are tempered in their attacks towards Trump because they want to they want to signal the trump crowd that hey it's okay to vote for us we don't hate your boy but vivek's been doing that since day one he said he would give trump a full pardon since day one now whether that's manipulation or not he's just ahead of the curb and the rest of these idiots are jumping on his bandwagon hey how about when he said how about when he said there's two people up here with three inch heels i wonder what was he referring to was chris uh, chris christie wearing heels and chris christie is a joke i'm sorry i am not voting for a drug addict That guy is a full-blown addict. You you know that guy got, uh, I think he got like some sort of surgery to help him lose weight. And he got skinny for a second. Remember that? Oh, DeSantis was in heels? Is DeSantis a shorty like me? Is Is DeSantis a shorty? How do you guys know? How come I don't know that? Look up Ron's boots. Oh, <laughs> are they huge? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Carl Kaplan, uh, DeSantis wears lifters, and Chris Christie is one donut away from a heart attack. You know, Chris Christie got the injection too, he's scared to death. Anyway, I, I, when I see this guy Ryan Holiday in in just his shit, so someone sent me one of his Instagram videos, and I googled his name with vaccine, and this came up, and I just thought, man, this is really bad. This this is uh this is like um this is like that guy uh, the Josh the guy the um the chief marketing officer over at crossfit inc that hillary was talking about his whole deal was he worked at twitter which we know banned hundreds of thousands of people their conservative voices um we now live in a state for those of you who don't live in california we had a law pass here i think it's being taken to the court to the courts but we had a law pass here that the doctors here are not allowed to give you different advice than what the state advice is regarding covid and that's basically what all these – Ryan Holiday, this guy Josh, Twitter all had in common. They, it's just one giant it, – it, it's just censorship at the highest level. It's sad. It sucks. It really sucks. Hey, they, remember, we would not be squatting below parallel if these people were in charge. Remember that. That's not even a joke. Is it asinine as it sounds. Caller, hi. What's up? Do I hear you? Do you hear me? No. Of course not. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Be cool. Be cool. Hold on. Wait. Wait. I can't hear you. Hold on. Hey. Hi. Hey. Okay. Now. Go ahead. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. Yes. Did you talk about Hiller's video with Craig Ritchie yet? Uh
0: yeah, a bunch. But I, but I love the subject of it. Did you see my? Did you see my rebuttal to it? Did you see my clothing line that I'm coming out with?
1: No, I totally missed it. So I was just making sure.
0: Yeah. Can you see your screen? What did you think about it? Can you see your screen right now? Yep. Um, Let me see. I'll show you my new uh, My Where is my new clothing line? Hold on. You know how he has the hustle clothing line and it's HSTL. Yeah and i was i was like man he's not like and he made that in he made that video where they're crying because their shit's coming unraveled a little bit
1: yeah so hillard tries to rally the troops for him which was a not what i had on my bingo card for the day was <laughs> literally
0: so i called a friend and i was like hey we need to do a new clothing line for him because of like like when my shit's unraveling like i'm like trying to hide it from you guys and i'm pushing it down and i'm i'm like working twice as hard right like, like, like uh, instead of changing my underwear, I'm working twice as hard to fix my shit. I'm not going to make a video of myself crying, especially if the name of my brand is Hustle. So I just decided, <laughs> hey, I think I'm going to make a new clothing line. And I, I was going to call it Cry Baby. But then some a friend of mine came up with, uh, I don't want to say his name, Um, uh, a, a clothing line, VCTM, Victim. You like it? I'm looking for the shirt. There you go. Yeah. And it's going to be a collab but... between me and Richie and this guy.
1: But everyone was singing his praises on, so I was the only comment, I guess. I just didn't think that that would happen. Where a bunch of sympathy buyers, like that's just the opposite of what this is all about. Like you just, you leave the sport basically right in the middle of your so-called expansion. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And you just focus on weightlifting and you cry when your expansion doesn't go well in the United States. After you've already got a reputation for being a prick to everyone in person besides the celebrities that you try to, like, follow around the games, getting their content?
0: I, um, there are a lot of people who think he's a prick. I, I, uh, it, to be completely fair, I, I just wrote it off as um, he was really insecure and kind of quiet and, like, socially averse, like, awkward, like maybe he had Asperger's or something. But I did – I did see him at the games and I said hi to him and um, uh, schnaz like probably 20 times. And by the end of the games, like they would say hi to me and shit. It took a while for them to warm up to me, but they did. And maybe something is wrong with them, but I have heard that. Like the consensus is, is that he is not nice, but um, I wrote it off as a, um, I don't know, as some sort of disability. But the part that's weird is, if his brand was Crybaby and shit went bad, I just don't get. Um,
1: Did I you really just that. call her Jazz though? Yeah,
0: jazz. <laughs> What What is her name?
1: Okay.
0: What do you call her? Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Okay, like no. jazz music, <laughs> like jazz music, like jazz music.
1: Yeah, like jazz music.
0: Okay, Jazz.
1: Fine.
0: <clears throat> jazz and and Mr. Richie, um, it's just bizarre to me. Your brand can't be hustle and then you cry. What you have to do is I think what you have to do the play was is okay, your shit's falling apart, double down and fix it, and then tell the story six months
1: later. Then you show the hey, they were, But they were and they were spending money like create like Jazz got her boob job and then they were flying all over the world going on vacations. Yeah, I, I and remember then seeing we're gonna- the
0: boobs and the first class tickets and the saunas and the new house. <clears throat> I saw all that, yeah.
1: So I don't know. Hiller needs a brain. Scanned or something. I, did you talk to him about it or no?
0: Yeah, I called him out on the show. On the show, I was like, "Dude, what the fuck? Oh. You you just turned into one of the fucking woke douchebags." I'm all for being compassionate and sweet and nice and and helping people, but like, hey, dude, this dude's playing
1: the victim. Yeah. Well, when I met him at the games, I mean, he knows who you are, so that's different. But he, when he meets the random, few, I was a judge, and so well, I was I just like, took, "Hey,"
0: it still took me twenty times to say hi to him. Before he yeah. said hi. Like I had to be really nice. I am really yeah. nice though as a human being.
1: It was the like the limp, the the limpest handshake, like you know, dead fish type of handshake I've ever gotten in my life. That's all I know. And then it just turned away. So that's I was like, oh, okay. You're like that to normal people. Sounds good. Anyway, yeah. I'm done. Hey,
0: and you know what's crazy too? Here, let me let me get on your bandwagon a little bit too. When I'm at the when I'm at the games, I'm working my ass off and I really don't want anyone to talk to me. But if someone is able to get my attention, I will come at them full force. Like I will give them the best fucking 10 seconds I can. I will not like, you know, like when you see sometimes like um, uh, like a CrossFit athlete taking pictures of people in the crowd, but he's talking to his friend the whole time. It's like that. Yeah, you're not there for that. Each fucking person that has an interaction with you, you need to fucking let them stare into your soul. I think.
1: His his biggest try thing was look, though. we tried to he look did, into theirs. Go ahead. He didn't he didn't continue doing CrossFit. He just did he just did lifting, right? I think like that's he what just, he did.
0: Whatever he did, he's fucking jacked out of his mind. His body's insane. His body yeah, looks, Matt his Fraser body looks jealous. photoshopped. Yeah. His body like when you,
1: you see where was, Matt Fraser was like, I wish I had a body like Craig Ritchie.
0: No, but I don't blame him. Yep. Well he doesn't want a business like Craig Ritchie's.
1: That's right yeah anyway, yeah, yeah all right well what do you think but
0: but think about this what if this was a hillers move the last thing this dude want this dude has let's say 400 000 subscribers right he's been around forever he's the king shit right
1: <laughs> because you but you, then yeah. this
0: fucking ding dong named andrew hiller who's openly on steroids is fucking he 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 came over and picked Craig Ritchie up off the ground publicly like that shit that Hiller did sold out that dude's like someone told me everything is sold out on the site within twenty four hours after uh, Hiller posted that except for some fl- flannels.
1: I still I think Hiller might have had an ulterior motive maybe but there's no way Ritchie saw that in like the 40 chess way you're describing.
0: The, the didn't see what?
1: There's no way Craig Ritchie like put it out there just because you thought maybe someone like Hiller would.
0: No, I don't think of- he want. I don't think that played out the way Craig wanted it to. I would not, if I was Craig and what we, what we're, I mean, I don't know Craig, but what I'm thinking about him, the, 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 the kind of the image that I make up who he is. I don't think he wanted Andrew Hiller to be the guy to come over and, and pick you up. Like that was a bad look for him. His hustle brand is the crybaby victim brand now. And he fucking got help by Andrew Hiller of all people. Because I'm sure he doesn't like he, – he's – it was Craig – Craig Ritchie's fucking agent goes around and tells people, don't be affiliated with Sevon and Hiller. It's bad for your career. He's a – the whole – Really? Yeah, dude. They're – they, I think that's cheating in the game of whatever game we're playing. I would never call if, like if 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 you I don't know what your name is. Let's say your name is Joe. Joe, if you were like, "Hey, Craig Ritchie's coming." to my <laughs> – This
1: is Mark Cortez. I've called before, but this is it's been a while.
0: So if he's like, "Hey, Mark," uh, if you're like, "Hey, Sevan, Craig Ritchie's coming to my gym and going to do a video on me," I'd be like, "Dude, that's awesome." How, um, whatever you like, make sure your gym's clean and have some shit to sell. He's going to blow your shit up. That's awesome. I would never be like, "Don't work with Craig Ritchie," even if I yeah, I would never do that. It's fucking that's an asshole that's such an asshole and his agent who his agent did that right and his agent represents like 10 people so now like i don't want to have any of those 10 people on my podcast now like, i got like he represents listen to who he represents craig ritchie buttery bros brent Fakowski, sporty beth beth robinson
1: oh yeah <laughs> dude i forgot about sporty beth <laughs>
0: Like, come on, dude, you, you just made it. So like you, you, by, by just like, it's okay to hate me, but you're an eight or not like me or have those thoughts, but you're an agent. Like you're supposed to be doing, your obligation is to get the most for your clients, not to hurt them. Oh, the list is funny. There are some, um, uh, Sam Briggs is on there. Um, uh, I think Emma McQuaid was on there. Who else is on there? You guys want to see it? The list? Anyway, so so you and I, I were Miller, the, you and I were the only ones who were like, uh, oh, man. Uh, look at his
1: comment. Like, no, everyone, oh, such a good dude, Hiller. And I, I yeah, get it. Yeah. I get where.
0: It was a good dude thing to do. It was not. I mean, it was Hiller, nice, right? And I think. You Hill can't resist it,
1: at certain point, though, if you're getting big enough. Like, Hiller, I think, I don't know if he's reached the peak, but, like, he's gotten big enough to where. Uh, oh, he can't resist an opportunity like this to be like. Also, now that all of you are watching, I'm also a good dude. And look at look at me be a good dude. It's such like I don't know. And he chose the wrong 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 area. It, it what? He chose the wrong person oh, like, to be a good dude. Oh dude.
0: right, like he should he should have made a video of him helping an old lady across the street, not helping the the
1: give the give out f- some Thanksgiving turkeys. Hiller leave Gregory alone.
0: but dude. It's so funny in the way that he helped Craig Ritchie, of all people. It There's a – I don't know. It's pretty damn funny. What What's the name of the guy's yep. agency? Sin
2: – I have no idea.
0: S1 Sin – I don't know. Someone – Someone. I don't know what it is. But they have the list of all the clients on there.
1: Yeah, he's – really, really He li- said he hired some expansion agent, though, didn't he? He said he hired – Someone yeah. for specifically uh, for the U.S. Was that the same agency or is that different?
0: I don't know. Uh, oh, here. Uh, uh, Heidi says being a good wrong, being a good dude to your enemy is Jesus shit. Oh, that's sweet. I like that.
1: They weren't. I don't there's know. No, 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 Go no, ahead. no, no. Okay, go ahead, go no, ahead. no. There's a difference, Heidi, between being a good dude to your enemy and enabling your enemy. Like, the same thing about homeless people. You're not going to go out and give needles, and just because you're a good dude, you're going to give them food. You're not going to give them money that they're going to go spend on the wrong thing. You're going to give them actual sustenance. Mm. So that's how you be a good dude. You can love that quote, but it's wrong.
0: Uh Omar Lozano uh, also coming. A uh, Hiller, Hiller altruistic action was epic. Look at these people. Do, yeah. Oh shit how about this How he do it Hiller did that because he's about to drop the Craig Ritchie Natty or not video Oh no
1: Yeah he gave no, He gave, he gave Craig nit- Ritchie needles That's what he did That's exactly what he did Instead of learning how to actually Pivot correctly in your business He got rewarded for crying On the internet about it And everybody gives him sympathy by it So that's exactly what he did
0: Oh I kind of see what you're saying I see what you're saying so if it would have been Jesus shit, if, if, if maybe if Hiller.
1: It, if, if Hiller went so out, out and think like
0: Hiller like, trained him like a dog that now it it's like, um, it's like, it's like, uh, um, welfare. They, they made welfare for, for women who left their husbands. And so a shitload of them left their husbands and we trained them. We trained a society to leave your husbands and get money from the government, your daddy, the government, we reward them for bail. For he, not, bailed him, he bailed them
1: out. He bailed them out just like every other up and coming sport gives participation trophies. Mm. It's like, okay, not, you're not going to learn anything through that.
0: I do like what I do like what Heidi's saying here though. Um, he did, uh, he, he will still need to learn how to pivot correctly. It's our choice to buy the clothes or not. Yeah. But he's still saying with your choice to buy the clothes, Heidi, we're rewarding him for crying on the internet or having, or having a schnaz cry on the internet. Um, he got you get you get something for that
1: yeah it doesn't have to be like buying his company to give him needles heidi it means rewarding him at all that's what giving him needles is
0: how about this, this and is, I, how about this one this is kind of my uh, i think that this is my personal self-help book that lives in the comments caroline m I don't care who Hiller helps or doesn't; his choice. But it's not one hundred percent pure good dudeness There's a PR element, or a one
1: absolutely,
0: or one upping him. I I don't. No, that's actually I, a
1: good point too, because you have I one don't guy. Think with – Hiller
0: did that on purpose. I think that was the outcome. Here, here, here's honestly how I think Hiller thought. I think Hiller was like, "Hey, I'm gonna. I don't know this for a fact. We have to ask Hiller." But I think Hiller's like. Hey, I'm gonna make a, 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 a video on this fucking Josh dude. What a fuck! Like this Josh dude's just like fucking Hitler incarnate, right? He's just every totalitarian, censor everything. He's he's the epitome of sleeping woke giant. And worked at Twitter, you know what I mean? Post the fucking vaccine card, all that shit. Um, so I think Hitler's like, man, this is not, this doesn't suit the brand of CrossFit, which is personal accountability and personal responsibility. Okay. And then at the same time, he looks over and sees what's going on with um, Craig Ritchie. And then he sees a Martin Luther King quote. Did you see the video? You know what I'm talking about, Mark? I, I don't. Oh, well, he he took these three elements, this Martin Luther King quote, and this guy, Josh, and then this Craig Ritchie. And somehow, with the way Hiller's brain worked, he just mashed them together. I don't even think he thinks. he's a, yeah. He's a creative. I'm not saying he's not smart. He's wicked smart, but he's not like a chess player. He's not like, he,
1: he, Yeah, he, he, you're saying he's just a checkers player at this point. Not not. Oh, he, he's, a, he, he's
0: a he's he's a chess <laughs> player in his creativity. Like he's really creative. Connecting Craig Ritchie to Josh was fucking brilliant, and connecting it to Martin Luther King, fucking brilliant. But I don't think he's like, hey, I don't think he thought for a second this is gonna fuck Craig Ritchie up or turn into a, like. Um, I think he's happy with how it turned out. But look at now we're debating whether. Craig Richie's a crybaby or not Like I don't think he was like oh, seven, two days Later come out with a victim clothing line You know what I mean I don't think he
1: I don't know man the world is so full Of this stupid like everyone's a victim In some way or another everyone's just been Trampled on by someone In, in their lives enough that Eventually they're going to get somebody to have enough Sympathy to support their business And it's not sustainable And I don't care how much you're like oh it's just being A good dude you're not being a good dude by continuing to perpetuate the narrative that if, you're, if you cry long and hard enough about something that people will end up just lifting you up all the time because it only works when it goes viral. It only works in the first month of whatever time it is that it gains everybody's attention. Everyone else sees it at the same time. They all support it and then they forget about it. It's not teaching anything. It's not actually being a good dude. It's not actually fixing the problem. The problem is Craig Ritchie didn't know how to run a business. Because he left the sport while he's trying to expand it. And then he tries to just latch on like a puppy dog to all these big, at, big name athletes and act. And then he got into the circle. So then he felt like he made it. And then he made a whole bunch of wrong financial decisions. And instead of actually learning from it and going back to square one, we're trying to go, oh, we're just going to be good dudes. It's not good dudes. Oh, it's not dude. being a good dude.
0: Mark, look at this. This is a fucking crazy analysis. So, you know, Hiller got off of TRT, right? He was like, so he got on TRT yeah. and then he wanted to see what would happen if he got off, which takes fucking balls by the
1: way. You're telling me it's his estrogen. <laughs> yes, Yeah. You see this comment? <laughs> yeah. How we
0: do it. Hiller's estrogen is super high since he came off of TRT. I saw him at a yogurt shop wearing a girl, girls who eat t-shirt. Someone please call uh California hormone to do an intervention. Wow. <laughs> hey, I have a buddy who was fucking juice to the gills. One of the strongest human beings I ever met. And, uh, the other day we were talking about it and he goes, Yeah, I've been off. And I'm like, What's that like? He's like, dude, if I see a Hallmark card, I start crying. So maybe that is what happened to Hiller.
1: Wow. Yeah. Hey, there's my buddy Zach Smith. What's up, Zach Smith? All right. I'll let you go. I appreciate it. Okay. I'll talk to you later. You.
0: Okay. Thank you. Bye. Right. Yeah, I don't know how Hiller's brain connects all those dots. It's pretty fucking amazing. He squeezed Martin Luther King in there And he held Martin Luther King up against uh, That dude Josh That was crazy That was amazing Oh is this it Wait wait Sin Talent Agency No I had the uh, Maybe someone will send me the link Oh Ah, I see.
2: Oh, I see.
0: My son threw up three times in the middle of the night last night. Three times I got up and rubbed his back. He was so chill. Not Avi, uh, Joseph. Oh, this name is crazy. Caller, her. Hi. Hi.
3: Hey Saban, hey. uh, my name is Megan. Yeah, I wanted to see if you could switch gears. Um, so I listen on the podcast, so I'm usually a couple days behind. Okay. And I just listened to the episode where you were kind of talking about abortion and um, like being pro choice and all of that crazy stuff in the world. Um, but I wanted to just bring up kind of my story and um, about the not necessarily abortion, but aborting babies later. In the, in the pregnancy
2: Please. is that
3: there are so many adoptive parents out there that are looking and desperately seeking babies um, whether it's infertility or for their own reasons. And I feel like if the hospitals could educate those mothers that are struggling with the decision to abort or not um, and letting them really know that adoption is a great option because you can bring so much joy to parents or another family. Can I ask um, you a question about mobile. that? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, so here's one of the things I think there's, there's things that you've done in your life, uh, uh, not you, you, but just the collective you that you wish you didn't done that might like haunt you. Like I, especially if you accidentally hurt someone or purposely hurt someone being reckless and, or, or really mean to someone, let's say you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you were really mean to him, and it, it could stay with you fucking till the day you die. But if you, if you abort a baby, I, I man, I have to think that stays with you your entire life. Like, Mm -hmm. It's or or you stay asleep. You really push it down. You pick up some habit Mm -hmm. to push it away. I don't think I I don't I I I, from the watching my own mind. I don't think it would be possible to reconcile. It would be something that I could have done. Like if I would have got a girl pregnant when I was sixteen, like I would have been like, yeah, let's get an abortion. But now at fucking fifty-one, I would be fucking thinking about it a lot, like every day, right? Mm -hmm. Because of who I've. But what about the other way? If I put up a baby for adoption, I would also be thinking about that child every day. 100%. And, um, it, would, and it would haunt me. But you, either way, but you can either at least way have it would that haunt contact. Me. What? Say that again?
3: Yeah. Oh, but you can at least have that contact or you can make it what you want, um, especially with the way of the world. Um, so like, I'm an adoptive parent. So um, I adopted my daughter uh, three years ago and it was up to. We left it completely up to the birth mom, whether she wanted to have contact with us or not. Um, And so it's considered an open adoption and. We uh, we do communicate with her, but she doesn't communicate back. Um, But at least least she knows and she made the amazing decision to give us a family. um, And we can have that and she can see that her child is thriving and. Succeeding in life because she made the courageous decision to keep her pregnancy when she could have so easily just said, you know, screw it, I'm not, I'm not going through with this. Because if you're aborting a baby later in life or later in the pregnancy, you're still going to have to give birth to that child. So if you're aborting because you're scared of giving birth, you have to get that baby has to come out of you one way or another, whether it's dead or alive. And I would hope that you know a parent or a, a mom, which who's
0: life for that reason Um, you know last night in the republican debate uh, chris christie said that you can get an abortion in the ninth month in the state of new jersey that's crazy that that um should that actually just saying that out loud kind of made my skin crawl a little bit i i um i have people i i really love and they express they were expressing happiness for what happened in Ohio a couple days ago uh, with the, um, uh, the, you know, I, I, I don't know the, I haven't looked into it closely, but basically uh, um, pr- protecting the right to kill a baby. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it is a, it is a trip that we live in a society. Hey, do you think that the words around it are what's causing um, um, these people to stay asleep on the subject? The fact that they call it abortion Definitely. or that they call it women's yes. reproductive reproductive rights. Those, yes. those kind of yes. like mislabeling it.
3: Yes. Cause either, either way that baby has to come out of you. So why well, not just keep it alive and let somebody, you
4: know,
0: you say be that, a parent but you say that, that but can't you, but, but if you're like five weeks pregnant, can't you just take a pill and then, and then you just pee the baby oh, out? Oh yes.
3: Yes. But, but if it's later in the pregnancy, that's, I think that's where I struggle with is, You know, with my daughter was born, you know, six weeks early and, you know, so she could have been aborted at that age. That's just crazy to think that, you know, she's a a living being and is thriving now and if somebody would have taken that away from her, that's just, it just makes me really sad and, you know, you as a dad, you know, loving your kids so much, but just educating those hospitals, I think is just so important or just people that are. Helping those moms make that decision to abort.
0: How old was your daughter when you adopted her? She was uh, zero days. Oh, wow. so we
3: got the call. Yeah, she was zero days. So we got the call that said, "Hey, we have a white baby girl that was just born. Yes or no?" And that was the only information we had. And I looked at my husband and said, "Yep, let's do it." And the next day we were. On a plane, it's from
0: me or a girl. It's crazy. Uh, someone in the comments said, there is no doctor that will abort a baby at nine months unless the mother is in fatal danger. <coughs> Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you for calling. Congratulations on having a, yeah, a, a, a beautiful, healthy child. It is, um, yeah. it really, uh, It's it's a shame that the conversation can't be had. It's a shame that the conversation can't be had, honestly. I guess in a perfect world, I would like to see it not be regulated and just have a healthy public be making the right decisions. It is it is pretty crazy. Some of the main arguments you see are like, hey, um, this, this kid would have been born into – this is a really common one. This kid would be born into a poor black family, and so just let the mother get an abortion. Like for some reason, like, like that's like some sort of bad thing to happen to you to be born into a poor black family. Like uh, everyone born in Armenia, 90% of the people born in Armenia, my people are born into poor Armenian families. Like, we, if, right. if, if, you know what I mean? That's the justification for for abortion. And th- that's justification the left uses for on blacks, people with black skin. Hey, well, yeah. and, and then you heard Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis tell the story yesterday, right? I don't know if you heard. No, it. I didn't. I didn't watch it
3: yet. No, I'll, I'll catch up on Megan Kelly later today. <laughs> so so, so, so,
0: basically it. he said that there was a woman in, in Jamaica who was going to get an abortion. And for some reason she didn't. And then eventually that kid came to um, Florida and that girl grew up. Mm-hmm. And now she sit and Ron DeSantis appointed her to be on the um, uh, Florida Supreme Court. But she was going to be a, a little aborted black girl in Jamaica. And now she sits on the fucking Supreme Court of Florida. And it's like hey just yeah. because someone's going to be born into hardship doesn't mean you fucking kill them. It's 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 a crazy justification mm-hmm. for killing babies. It's bizarre to me. I don't get it. Yes. Yeah.
3: And there's so many there's so many parents out there, you know, waiting waiting for their baby to be born and on waiting lists, you know, all over the country and here we are just killing killing
4: kids. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah.
0: All right, well thank you for calling. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Abortion yep. is one of my mm-hmm. favorite topics. Call in anytime. I I know that people. <laughs> I, hate it, so like, I think it's important. Yeah. I don't think there's that guy that we have on the show sometime. I, was, I don't know if you. His name's Seth Gruber. He's been on the show two or three times. I think it's such a noble thing he does. Trying to. I wish more people on the left recognize that you can be pro-choice and realize that there's nothing more noble than what pro-life people are doing. They're trying to save babies, dude. Let them do it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yep. Let them and do create it. Create families. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yep. And create families. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Bye. A little early morning abortion talk. You guys want to see this? This is crazy. You're going to love this. So do you you guys, does everyone know the story? I feel like everyone knows the story, but maybe I should tell it really quick. Um, uh, Haley got hit by a car um, uh, crossing the street. Um, Almost had to have her leg amputated. It ended up being like six surgeries on her leg. Haley's my wife. And basically, she got a settlement from the insurance company, and so we had this huge chunk of cash. This is twenty years ago. I don't know. This is a long time ago, before we had kids or anything. And um, so, one of her, one of her family friends was the vice president of this chain of banks in Los Angeles, very high up, like the second person, highest person at that bank, at, of those banks, and. Big bank, big, 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 big bank. And so we went over to her house. It wasn't a lot of money. I want to say it was like $300,000. I mean, it's a lot of money. I mean, we used it for a down payment on a house, which we would have never gotten if we didn't, she wouldn't have got hit, but but whatever. And um, and it wasn't worth it for the damage that was done to her. Like she has no meniscus now. And I mean, she's still fit as shit and looks amazing, but but it sucked. It's not worth it. Don't get hit by a car. So we go there. We go to the lady's house, Jewish lady, and we're talking to her, and she's telling us how to invest our money, our money, Haley's money, our money. I, we weren't even married. And she tells me when she realizes I'm Armenian, my bank does not – my chain of banks does not lend to Armenians. I go, really? She goes, yeah, if we see IAN, we don't let you borrow money from the bank. I'm like, you can do that? She like, well, we do it. None. Of the, I don't allow any of the banks in my in my region. Uh, Los Angeles to lend to Armenians It's like no shit She's like yeah She's like they're not trustworthy or some shit She told me And I'm just sitting there like wow No shit awesome wow You know what I mean It'd be like if you were a black dude And someone was like yeah I don't want want any black males living uh, uh, Next door to me and you're like Oh why not because they fucking Kill people no shit Yeah look at them 51% 51% of all the murders in the United States are committed by uh, 6% of the population, men with black skin. So this lady's like, we don't fucking lend money to people with the last name with I-A-N. Why? Because these motherfuckers are corrupt and don't pay their shit back. Now listen, what's crazy is I do know a half dozen stories of fucking Armenians running scams at banks. So I was like, I was like shit, there probably some truth to that. Right? It's like, wow. And now, you know, we've had Jorge Ventura on, and the Armenians are, it's the Armenians, the Chinese, and the Mexicans who are fucking running the drug show in California now. David Weed, I don't want black people living close to me. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. You moved to fucking Spain. No, he doesn't yawn, yawn. Is there many black people near you? No, there's no black people. Just fucked a bunch of fucking dudes who smell like shit. Sorry, Spaniards. Matt burn stereotypes are based around facts. Anyway, so, oh, I thought someone was going to call. So basically, look at this article. This just came out, I think, yesterday. This was not the bank, by the way. Speaking of stereotypes, this was not the bank. This was not. You're in Spain to avoid black people, or because they're smelly. Uh, um, um. Uh. Because they're smelly men there. Because there's no black people there. Oh, Shooter McGavin. I am black, and I live next to me. I don't know how you do that. I don't tell my neighbors. Don't know I'm black. Savon. Savon. Your bologna sandwich is ready, Savon. Um, this is crazy. Uh, breaking news: Citigroup fined twenty-five point nine million. That doesn't seem like enough money. That does not seem like enough money <laughs> for any. For anything. But Citigroup fined 25.9 million for discriminating against Armenian Americans. Branding them bad guys, says Federal U.S. regulator. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau exposed Citigroup for intentionally discriminating against Armenian Americans applying for credit cards. Citigroup's own internal message showed clear prejudice and bias and derogatory derogatorily branding Armenians as bad guys. But we're Christians. Or suggesting ties to organized crime? Suggesting. Unfairly tagging Armenians is more likely to commit fraud. This was reported by Yahoo Finance, citing the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, CFPD, an independent United States government agency responsible for consumer protection in the financial sector. Listen, you know what this article does, though, right? No one's reading this and being like, oh, those poor Armenians. Everyone's like, those motherfuckers do do fraud. As a whole, culturally, uh, around money, they're unsavory characters. These Armenians. Citigroup is the third largest banking institution in the United States. Take that, black motherfuckers! Victim. Victim mentality shirts will be released shortly on the Vindicate platform. Victim. VCTM. I'm 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 only going to wear victim shirts for like a year, I think. Even though I really like my CEO shirts. And I like this black no plan B is savage. (laughs) The investigation found the Citibank trained its employees to blatantly target and reject applicants from individuals with the last names ending in Lamar or Savon or Letitia. Black people were not allowed to get loans because they're too black. Oh no, no, this is about Armenians. Imagine how fucked up the world is for me. I'm I'm 100% black and 100% Armenian my shit is all fucked up i couldn't get a loan if i tried but i would rob that fucking bank the investigation found that city trained its employees blatantly to target and reject applicants from individuals with last names ending in yan or ian the most common suffix to armenian last names and those living in glendale california otherwise known as little armenia as part of the city financial blah 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 group Ordered Citibank uh, will pay a hefty fine of twenty four point five million. Please, how is that hefty? And must comp? Here is the part I don't understand. It must compensate affected customers to the tune of one point four million. <clears throat> Excuse me, turntable. I saw your comment. I'll come back to it. So, so twenty four million is a fine. I wonder who that goes to. But one point four million goes to the people who were. I guess victims of this uh this this racial prejudice ethnic and uh uh, uh, prejudice listen dude this is like real shit that's what's so funny too like so I told you a story about how I went to my grandparents home where they were chased out from genocide right now you're seeing my people can't get a fucking loan in um in um in LA where they live by the third largest bank. I have personally was told by the VP of a bank, we don't fucking give loans to you fucking dirty Armenians. And look how fucking cool I am. I don't give a fuck. I'm not reacting to that shit. I'm gonna hustle. Oh shit, maybe I should take over the hustle brand. Cause I'm a motherfucking hustler. You better act somebody. Cause I'm a motherfucking hustler. You better act. Cause I'm a. Cause I'm. A mother. Fucking hustler. Am I not saying that line right? How come I can't find that? Isn't that, um. Isn't that from Snoop Dogg's album, the one that has the, uh, hold on a second. Bye, Ryan Holiday, douchebag. Like albums. Isn't it from Doggy Style in 1993? The Doggy Style album? Because I'm a motherfucking hustler. You better ask somebody. I don't know. Um, city Bank director Rohit Chopra, Indian guy, said city stereotyped Armenians as prone to crime and fraud. We're prone to it. I'm prone to crime and fraud. In reality, City illegally fabricated documents to cover up its discrimination. Do you see how that sentence doesn't even make sense? Th- that doesn't even make sense. This is an Armenian fucking Instagram account just so fucking biased. City City Bank stereotyped Armenians as prone to crime and fraud. Okay, I understand that. If you end in IAM, we we because of some we we it's not stereotype. There was some sort of like, hey, with these motherfuckers, something's wrong, right? Let's, get, let's give them that. The I.M. people were, they, they were doing some shady shit with around money. In reality, City l- illegally fabricated documents to cover up. It's, the, that's conflating shit. They can be prone to crime and fraud. And um, uh, why do they put in reality, Citibank illegally fabricated documents? It doesn't mean that they're not true. To cover up its discrimination? No, they discriminated against Armenians because of something they saw. Or the way they smelled. Whatever. Whether it was valid or not. Citigroup said a few employees took action while attempting to thwart a well-documented Armenian fraud ring operate. Oh, here's the great part. Citigroup said a few employees took action while attempting to thwart a well-documented Armenian fraud ring operating in certain parts of California. So they acknowledge that that there was a fraud ring of our means. The bank said, we sincerely apologize to any applicant who is evaluated unfairly by a small number of employees who were circumvented our fraud detection protocols, said the bank in a statement following an internal investigation. We have taken appropriate actions with those directly involved in this matter. And we promptly put in place a uh, place measure to prevent any recurrence of such conduct. So listen, you you have a store, you have a store and, uh, um, It's been robbed six times in uh, the Apple store in Berkeley. When I was there, it was robbed six times um, by uh, Apple. uh, Berkeley's only 10 percent black. And uh, I can't actually remember ever seeing any black people in the Apple store in Berkeley, to be honest. I'm sure I did, but I just can't remember when I close my eyes and think of it. Just a bunch of big nosed Jews, right? Whitey Jews. And, And it was robbed six times in a month when I lived there six times a month. It was like 24 times. Seriously, in like three months. It was something fucking crazy. To the where the Berkeley Police Department parked their cars. They set up a, a portable police station in front of the Apple Store and on fourth, the 4th fourth Street Promenade in Berkeley to try to stop the crime. Now, every single one of those robberies was done by black kids. Every single one. People with melanated skin. So at some point, if you work at the store... And someone black walks in, you're going to be like. Same thing with this fucking bank. They're working on a fucking operation to stop. They found a a, a, what do they call it? A ring of Armenians whose all all their last names end in I.N. and Y.N. Who are who are doing fraud to the bank. And so they got a little fucking itchy trigger figure and they're like, hey, everyone with an IAN is fucked for this month or this year. I don't know. It seems more like it's not discrimination or prejudice or racism, but just fucking discernment to me. The Kardashians have been discriminating against whites and only fucking black dudes for decades. Let's call it even. I would like to, I would like to, I would, I would like to, I I, I wish I, I, I do wish I was more black, like more obviously black. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll like take some pills. I'll take some peptides that make my skin dark. You know, like they'll ask those group of white people. Does anyone in here Would anyone trade who they are to be black I wish I could be in one of those rooms So I could raise my hand Me Right here Save on Want to talk about dicks No let's talk about Tyson Uh, Tomorrow Tonight Holy shit tonight Oh my god Oh my goodness Tyson Baygent Ah, uh, news. Uh, Justin Fields doubtful. Tyson Bagent set to start Thursday night versus the Panthers. NFL Thursday night. Bears Panthers. Tyson eager for another chance. Oh, here. Let's go. Let's do this. Sports Illustrated. I am pumped. Hey, he's coming on Friday. Can you fucking believe that? Maybe Friday morning. How nuts is that? That's tomorrow, dude. That's fucking tomorrow. You're listening to this on on a on a, on a 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 airplane? Can we please keep this going for another hour? I still have a bit left in my flight. That's crazy. No, not tomorrow. It's tonight. No, he's coming on tomorrow. This is exciting. I agree. Uh, Tyson, a few levels higher for Bears rookie. Tyson Bajan gets another start and says he realizes now what not to do with the ball after encountering high-level talent in NFL secondaries. Look at oh, we found a typo in Sports Illustrated. Talent. They forgot the T. Tyson Bajan has the opportunity to apply what he learned from Sunday's 24-17 loss to New Orleans. He definitely learned a lesson in this in that game. Dude, everyone loves this guy. Look at they're not even ass pounding him. Yeah, don't turn over the ball, he said. Replacing Justin Fields for a fourth straight start Thursday night due to a dislocated thumb, Bajan will try to make amends for the four turnovers he had among the five uh, total by the Bears against the Saints. It's a little more complicated than just don't turn the ball over, though. Uh Uh-oh. Just, I mean, nothing that I didn't know, he said. We're playing against high-caliber NFL talent and players every week at every position. So if you're behind on a throw, while it could easily be an incompletion, these players have the talent in order to make that a turnover. So being on time and on target, being locked in, and being able to finish games all the way through. And then here, fucking Sports Illustrated says something completely stupid. Some quarterbacks have the rocket arm to get away with this, but Bajan isn't quite as blessed, even if he did tell everyone he had a cannon earlier this season. Shut the fuck up. Who wrote this article? Gene Chamberlain. Suck a cock. The former Division II Shepard University quarterback realizes the difference now between the cornerbacks who ran a 4-3 combine 40-yard dash and what he was used to facing at Shepard. I knew that when he said that, he kind of opened that can of worms that these ding dongs were going to jump on that. He was basically complimenting the in the in the he did a presser yesterday. Tyson did, and he was complimenting um, the the talent in the NFL. And I knew that they were going to take it as the game the game. He's he's having struggle. He's struggling to adjust to the speed of the NFL. Bajan has completed 74 of 110 for an excellent 67.3 passing average. I've been talking to some, uh, let me see, Gene, Gene Chamberlain. Um, this guy's been around forever. Bearsdigest.com publisher Gene Chamberlain was covered has covered the Bears full-time for various publications, news services, and websites over 30 years, including several years collaborating on weekly NFL Bear columns with Mike Ditka and Walter Payton. Imagine still having them in their resume. That'll be like in, in 10 years when I'm still bragging that I knew Greg. turntable he's going to shut a lot of mouths tonight yeah boy what time what time is that i got the uh, let me see i'll even go over to youtube and see what's going on with the um i have the nfl i bought the nfl thing on youtube uh
2: uh
0: um I'll show you what I have here. Share screen. I got this thing. So it's, uh, Fran uh, uh, Sunday. What's today? The not, how, these are all, do I not have, can I not watch the night games with this purchase? This thing was only $492. Shit. Is it not on YouTube tonight? That would suck. Dude, it must not be on YouTube tonight. Only on Prime. Why the fuck did I buy this YouTube thing? I've only gotten two games on it. <clears throat> Excuse me, Amazon. Um, Amazon Prime. Oh, fuck. You're right. Uh Bears, Panthers tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, that's at 4 p.m. Yeah, i t- I'll be at tennis practice. Can I buy it on my phone? What do I, I have Amazon Prime? Does that mean I get to watch that? Can I watch that? Can I just watch that? Anyone? Yeah. Yeah, that is what it ends up being. It's like I'm paying 250 bucks a game. (laughs) I have reds. I bought Red Zone through Apple TV too. I've never used it. That was a waste of 100 bucks. I thought that you I could actually watch the games. Shows. I'm just. I don't know what. I'm. I'm having a steep learning curve learning about football, access to games, technology, all that stuff. So what did we learn on today's show? Don't kill your baby. Put it up for adoption. Ryan Holiday is no, has tattooed on his arm stillness, which only shows that he doesn't have stillness because if he had stillness, he would have not reacted to that thought and not got the tattoo. We learned that you can't trust Armenians and that we're more we're more bigoted against, bigoted against than black people. Wah, Wham. Black people ain't got shit on us. Wham. We learned that Andrew Hiller's an altruistic man who saved Craig Ritchie's Hustle brand. We learned that Craig Ritchie's agent has a big mouth and should keep it fucking shut, or else it's going to fuck up all his opportunities for his for his people he represents. Ooh, that one's going to take me a while to process. I apologize. Whoever that guy is, what's his name? Sealy or something? I shouldn't say that because I don't know his name, but. I thought his name of his company was SN1. But whatever it is, that that, that was bad that, that came that I found out about that. It reminds me of when the Lone Ranger people did that. It took me a long time. Or when Woolly did that, told Don to not let me go to the games. That that shit takes me a while to get over. Like you it's like you're going to my boss and telling on me. It's like you saw me kissing my fucking girlfriend in front of my house, and then later on you went and told my my um my mom you saw it. We saw your son kissing with his girlfriend in front of the house. You fucking asshole. Hey, David, I got a question for you.
2: Oh, God, I'm so
0: fucking... What has my life come to that I need advice from, David? You ready, David? You ready? I need some advice.
1: What a stupid son of a bitch. So we built the greatest. Economy I mean, that's a story of my life. No respect.
2: No respect. Oh, that one. What a stupid
0: son of a bitch. Ready, David? You ready? No, not you, David. Sorry, David. I got my Davids all mixed up. Yeah, thank you, Jan. Not you, David. David the douche. I need advice from David the douche. Double D. They call him Double D in the hood. Racist Dave! Oh shit! What? That's your new nickname, Racist Dave. Wow. Honest yet racist, Dave. Wow, that's a good skit. For I want to start. I need to expand the show and start doing skits like Saturday Night Live skits or something. And I should have a character named Racist Dave. Honest, but racist, Dave. Racist Dave. Dave, are you there? Are you ready? Oh, you're ready too. Okay, fine. I know I know all you assholes are going to weigh in. It's about calling the cops. Okay. Uh Okay. You ready? Did D- Dave uh, Weed he, Weed listens to the show. I picture him listening to the show in a Globo gym every morning. He's probably on the fu- he's probably doing cur- curls on the preacher rack. And he's, like, trying to decide whether he should actually finish his sets or run over to his phone and go, yeah, I'm here. What? He's torn right now. You guys see that, right? Honest but racist. Racist Dave. Racist Dave. And maybe with some horse, like, and then it shows him, like, riding up on a horse, on the back of a horse naked. Yeah, for sure, Dave. For sure, a racist Dave uses the Smith machine. For sure. And elliptical. He does all that shit. For sure. And I ain't hating on it, but, but he probably doesn't want us to know. But he's honest. But he's racist Dave. Um, my neighbor's kid i already did i already acted on it i should ask dave raises dave for his advice before i did this and my neighbor's kid my neighbor has five kids i have three kids my neighbor's cool as shit i love my neighbor we, i mean we have some problems because i fucking can't stand how loud his well is when I he, he can hear it all over my property It drives me it's starting to drive me crazy i used to not care i mean i fucking lived here almost 10 years and i never cared and all of a sudden i'm starting to care old so uh Oh, that's your image of racist, Dave. That's interesting. I I like it that we all have different images of each other. Jan Clark, I like to imagine Dave Weed as uh, a crypto dude or works offshore and lives in Spain. Yeah, I could see him like as a guy who spends like one week a month, like making like 40,000 bucks working on an oil rig, or I could see him as like a crypto. I kind of see him as like he's done something illegal and he's run to Spain. But either way. No, he does not. No, no. Racist Dave does not do the recumbent bikes. I did those in college. What a douche I was. I sat on the bike so much. Now I sit on an assault bike. I'm I'm hard now. Heidi Kroon. Sevon, it is not the sound of the well that is annoying you. It is the story... You're telling yourself about the well. Shit. Thank you, Heidi. That is deep. That is deep. Uh, Racist Dave is turning into the most interesting man with these comments. So my neighbor has these five kids and. um, One of the kids. It's like the most beautiful. His kids are beautiful. All his kids are beautiful. They're just beautiful kids, healthy, strong. One, one of it, one, He started. Uh, one of his kids just started uh, jiu uh, He switched jiu-jitsu academies and comes to the jiu-jitsu academy my kid comes to, him and he's just such a stud. Tall, lanky kid, growing into his body. Beautiful eyes, beautiful hair. Stands up fucking straight. Dope ass posture. And uh, and then and then that's his youngest kid. And then the kid up from that is this girl, who's like the most beautiful young girl I've ever seen in my life. Polite, smiles, eye contact, <clears throat> um, just c- fucking what a cool kid. But I see her around town riding one of those fucking electric bikes. They're called like seventy threes or something. S- uh, elect- trick 73 oh here it is i'll show you these are so popular in my town like they're everywhere and i mean everywhere like i'm gonna go i'm gonna when i'm done with the show i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna see them i'm gonna see 20 of them you guys see this thing they're everywhere and there's kids riding them everywhere and there's like three or three kids two kids three kids on each bike it's crazy they pile up on these. Oh, Janelle. Hi, Janelle. Hi. We have some unfinished business, Janelle. You know that. I was thinking about you last night, Janelle, and this morning. Uh, and so she's right. She, I see her all around town riding this bike, and my wife sees her too. I mean, I live in a small town. And she doesn't wear a helmet. And I'm telling you, this kid is like, this is like a pristine human being. I don't know how old she is, 14, 15, 16-year-old girl. And every time I see her, my heart kind of hurts a little bit. Because when you have kids, you start, like, all the kids you see are kind of your kids. It's weird. And one time, I was in front of my house riding my bike with my kids just in my i was i wasn't even going five miles an hour three miles an hour i was just riding in circles in front of my house my kids were on their bikes i was on my bike we're just riding you know just neighborhood riding and my neighbor goes hey dude you don't have a helmet on i'm like yeah i'm just chilling and he goes yeah but it's a bad example for your kids my neighbor told me that i was like damn that's hardcore call me out on that shit I, I love my neighbor. It's cool, though. It's fine. So now I see his daughter riding on an electric bike fucking 17 miles an hour around fucking the neighborhood. And we, and our, the road we live on is an old highway. There's no shoulder. There's no nothing. So you're on there with cars for a mile that are going 40 miles an hour. It's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sitting on the dining room table. I bet you it makes it out by Christmas. Yours in blades and Joe Neils. Joe Neal's. A uh, twelve daily doses. I just creeped uh, Heidi's Insta. Damn, total babe. For show, for show. I, I great transformation. I, li- I like. I liked. Uh, I like the bigger Heidi too. Hmm. 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 Mm. She got many looks. A big Heidi. I like a big Heidi. Big fit Heidi, like a Heidi, I like a one eighty five Heidi. The two hundred pound back squat. And so I see this girl riding all around um, town with no fucking helmet. David, David, are you listening to me, racist? David, this is Savon, David. So finally I just I called him Hey dude uh, It's going on for months And my wife was in my ear too It's like hey someone's got to call the dude And tell him his daughter's riding around She, she my, my wife's like what are we going to do If she fucking gets, dies or gets hit by a car Or something and bangs her head And we, we know that we, we've seen this And we're not telling him So I called the dude I'm like yo dude He's like what's up I said dude I seen your daughter ride around town without a helmet First, he, tried to, he, try, he tries to push back. He's like, no, there's another girl who looks just like her. My daughter wouldn't do that. Like, all right, my bad. I was like, but dude, I'm pretty sure it's her. He's like, okay, take a picture next time you see it. I'm not taking a picture of some fucking 15 year old girl. Oh, so that was my question. You think I overstep bounds? You think that's as bad as calling the cops? I know you're highly sensitive to this calling and tattletailing thing. What do you think? Racist Dave, tell me. Racist Dave. I know. Well, here's the thing, Yon. I have this huge scar on the side of my head because I crashed on a bike when I was a little kid. And I wasn't wearing a helmet. And I spent fucking, I, I got really close to dying. They kept me unconscious for three days. I had a subdermal hematoma. Had to cut open the side of my fucking cranium, drain the blood, freak my parents out, fucked up my my, my childhood. Like, I I didn't play any sports because of that. David, it's not an LOL matter. I need to know. Racist Dave. Do you think I overstepped the bounds by calling the dad? Do you think that, would you lump that up with the time I saw the car ram the other car and I called the cops. Oh, Saber, I want to have a talk with you for a second. Oh, Sabir and Kelly, you commented on um on yesterday's show. How did seven was this? Is this sarcasm? This I I hope this is sarcasm or facetiousness, or like I hope you're trying to big dick people. You commented on the video, it's it's the video night with Brian Friend and JR Howell and uh, Bill Grundler Bill Grundler and you said uh, uh David I- I'm waiting for a response David Did David ever respond No Uh, Jason, a great question. Maybe so the first responders don't have to respond to a scene with a human in pieces. So you think it was good that I called? um, Called uh, It was uh, that was a mongoose BMX bike way different. I was riding a mini bike, a a mongoose. It was called a mini goose, but good memory, a mini goose. Corey, hi, Sabir. You write, how did Sevon manage to put this uh, put together some of the best in the business for this on such short notice? Uh, he does it all the time. Apparently, he just asks in their text group fourteen people who's available, and then picks up a few that are available. Pedro mentions this before. It used to be um fifteen. Mm, poor Mike Halpin. Uh, someone else wrote here, King shit. I think I like that, so I like that. I'll thumbs up because he's the best in the business. Well, it sure as fuck. I know that. Oh, so, oh, thank you. Okay, you made up for it. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Grundler, Grundler. (laughs) There was this line yesterday Grundler, Grundler. Doesn't it? Grundler sounds like a, like a, uh, like a, uh, no, that was better than calling the cops. Okay, thank you. Fine. Racist Dave. Thank you. Uh, November 9th, uh, eight forty five a.m. Pacific Standard Time, two thousand twenty three. Savon does throw out a helpline to David. What a strange world we live in. I never thought that I would be asking him, but when you live in my head, rent free. See, he doesn't live rent free. Did you see what I did? I just used him. I got a little. I got a little bit from him. Uh, a grundler a doesn't that sound like a kind of poop? like ooh he got a grundler It's like one of those round ones. Do you ever shit out like a round poop? Do you ever do you ever shit a poop and you're like, "Wow, that thing must be fucking huge." And you look in the toilet and it's like, meh. It's like, "Damn." That that felt. I'm trying to think of like maybe one that's like this. It's kind of big. A grundler. Feels bigger than it is. Uh, Janelle uh, Winston No you gotta tell parents when kids are doing dumb shit I told parents when they were sledding down the toad in the dark The toad in the dark The road Oh yeah that sounds dangerous You mean like in a car could drive up the other way While they're sledding down and run them over or something It was honest and real I'm genuinely impressed with the pool and respect you have in the space to be able to get people of that caliber On your podcast so quickly Jesus Christ, makes me feel like you think I'm a D-bag. That podcast had, that podcast has almost 7,000 views in 19 hours. I didn't know Mr. B shit, but dude. I would like, to, someone wrote in the comments here, You, um, oh, wow, SN11. Is that that agent guy comment?
1: No. Uh, hmm.
0: So how that show worked was, Oh. Oh, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I know I'm fucking all over the place. I've, I I came a little unhinged just now. Um uh Thank you, Vindicate. Thank you. Um get with the programming. There is this quote that I heard on the Get With The Programming podcast that um uh they so arrogantly took credit for, but I but I respect I respect their game that it was fucking brilliant. Chase and Bill came up with this line about what the open is. And Chase said it, and then Bill's like, yeah, yeah, like it's a test of fitness. But the way Chase said it was so fucking brilliant. It's a it's a contact point for what? what? Chase, if you're still listening or get with the program, he's listening. Can you tell me what that line was? The way you described the open in that one sentence was fucking brilliant. Oh, when's the victim apparel launching? I agree. What was that line that you said? I wanted to start using that line. The reason why is it reminded me of that pro motorcycle motocross guy I had on a couple days ago. And he said that you just practice something and you become so fucking good at it that all of a sudden one day. You want to take it out and test it and use it to get shit. You want to test it and use it to get shit. Do you know what I mean? So let's say let's say um, you're in your backyard and you're always shooting guns and you practice every day and you're like, man, I'm fucking good. And then one day you're going to want to go out and get shit. You're going to want to enter a shooting competition. You're going to want to hunt a bear. You're going to want to do something. It's like that with jujitsu. jitsu My kids just do it every single day. I never told them what it is. They do boxing, striking jujitsu almost every single day. And one day they're going to realize they're warriors and they're good at it and they're going to want to take it out and test it. Same with skateboarding, same with like, just practice something, practice something, because you love it. And then one day you're like, fuck, I'm going to use this to get something. And, and, And it went hand in hand with this line that Chase said yesterday. I wish I could remember what it was. Maybe someone will tell me in the comments. It was such a great line. It was in the Get With The Programming podcast. I like it when people do the shows before I do my show on a certain topic so then I can listen to their show and steal their shit, plagiarize their shit or go try to go deeper on their shit and so 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 I, I like they they did a podcast and I'm trying to think if someone else did. <laughs> So there's this text thread. Uh, you know who would really know the history of the text thread would be Taylor. Taylor self would know it better than me because my memory's kind of fucked up. Oh, oh shit. Thank you. So these are the people that agent represents that I can't remember his name. The agency is called S1N1. Amy Kringle. That sucks. So like I really like her, and I've been kind of like just like you know trolling her on this show positively for the last two years, and now it makes me never want to have her on. Ashley Giroux, I don't know who that is. Sporty Beth, Bethany Robinson. Hey, Mrs. Robinson, can you imagine he represents Sporty Beth's? How the fuck does she need an agent? I bet you. I I, I bet you. I made more. I, I'd be willing to bet that I made more in sponsorship from the CrossFit Games than all these people combined. And I don't have an agent, and I didn't, me and Sousa didn't ask one person for money. I remember when I used to see old men scratch the inside of their ears like that as a kid, and I'd be like, what the fuck? How's he doing that? But now I do it um uh bethany robinson brent fykowski i'd like to have brent on the show buttery bros what's up uh, heber marsh craig ritchie elliot simmons is that jamie simmons who's elliot simmons is that jamie simmons husband i really like jamie simmons and i really liked her husband they're in the behind the scenes those are good people emily roll fuck i love her i've really learned to like her ever since she made that vaccine joke about her arm i'd like to get her on emma mcquade i like her uh, hustle maid clothing Jamie Simmons, Jasmine Coburn, Con Porter, cool dude, kind of kind of, like you don't want to be so open-minded that your brain falls out of your head. They're, Con, I like Con, though. Uh, Lucy Campbell, I think that's the English chick who's like a good swimmer. Uh, OBI Vincent, don't know who that is. Paulina Andrade, I don't know who that is. Reggie Fossa, that name sounds familiar. Sam Briggs, love her. Taylor Howe, that name sounds familiar, I can't remember. But you represent all these fucking people but then tell people not to fucking hang with me. Like, dude, do you not listen to the show? Do you not see who comes on the show? Dildo. Oh, he represents Zach Tillander, someone told me. (laughs) Zach and Sporty Beth. <clears throat> so so there so I don't know how the text thread started exactly but we've gone through some iterations but it has ended up being a very that everyone in there just puts their head down and works hard and contributes to the team. And um it's it's just a cool thread. And you know the other it, there's some there there's some pretty crazy trust going on in there. I mean people don't say crazy shit but 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 crazy shit and it's a place to freely think and talk about CrossFit and the games and and um I in in my head I just think okay no one takes screenshots of this and everyone just keeps this to themselves and no one uses this shit against other people and it's just our group and so fine and that's kind of the way it was just kind of like a think tank right so like you know um uh I'm I'm just making this up but Tyler Watkins might be like hey you know if um if, if they would have used the z score here so and so would have won and then someone else goes yeah but so and so and then it just plays off each other and all these people put in these ideas about it right or there might be discussion on should shoes be mandatory for the crossfit athletes in there or or some more candid talk or some athletes too heavy or too light or who's on steroids and who's not it's some pretty candid talk and it's a place where you can explore things that you otherwise wouldn't want to explore in public because maybe you wouldn't want to uh um hurt people's feelings or whatnot you know like be like hey is it true that there's dog meat and burger king burgers and like you don't want to go public with it you want to bounce it off the other 13 or 14 people in the thread well and, and all of these people have evolved creatively um uh well tyler watkins is in there so like he has the heat one app and so like all of us like in our are trying to help with the heat one app or um uh, wad zombies not in there but everyone in there knows to support wad zombies um uh, cards like you know what i mean like we all we all g- get on that train and, and support his efforts so we're kind of like a co-op but we've also become like this what i would consider the most powerful media team in the space like we don't call ourselves that but i think that i've never said that publicly i don't say it to those guys but I, in the last couple of months, I've been like, holy fuck, this is the CrossFit media team now. No, I'm not 12 daily doses. Oh, is, is doses 12 daily doses? I don't know what you're asking. Are you a cock? I mean, I can be, but, I'm, but I'm, I appreciate you asking. But most of the time, I'm really nice. Like, exceedingly nice. Like, I'm cool, fun, easy. Uh, clock. I have a lot of patience for idiocy, hijinks, and silliness. Yeah, me too. God, me too. There's no way your 12 daily doses. There is no fucking. Nope. 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 Uh yeah, of course I watch Vivek. I watched Vivek fuck shit up last night. But he sounds like a salesman in and, sh- and, and he's a WEF guy. I don't care. I'm telling you last night he fucked people up. He fucked people up. They're all the all the, they're all hot. They're all hot. You want to go through the list? They're all hot. Like, seriously, if you don't think someone... These are the two... These are the... If you don't think someone's hot who's going to the games, here's the thing. Here's your two problems. Okay, you ready? One, you're unable to see them as... You're unable to see them by themselves because you're calibrating them against the other pantheon of titans they're standing by, right? It's like if you're standing by Emily Rolfe, you're fucked, because, like, she's a ten point nine, and she pushed. She she broke the thermometer. It popped out the top. And so, if there's a girl who's a nine next to her, it's just fucked. Like the like the dude with the most. Ins- Do you know who the guy with the most insane body at the CrossFit Games was this year? I bet you non- I bet you not one person can fucking guess it. By far. The best body. Go ahead. Velner. No, not, not even close. Great body, though. 9.5. Th- Trista Smith. Be careful. 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 It was a dude. What dude had the best body? This dude's body so insane and no one, like, he's not on anyone's radar. Oh, Fikowski does have a great body. This dude has even a better body than Fikowski. This guy's body is I wonder if I can find a clip of it. <clears throat> I wonder if I wonder if Will Branstetter knows who it is. No Olsen. Oh, Aunt Haynes has a great body. This is not subjective. <laughs> Don't ruin it, Caroline, please. Bob Jerome, you're making me blush. Yeah. That is true. If you're Canadian, it's just you're, you're like, even if Fakowski was the hottest body there, I, would, I couldn't say it. <laughs> Step aside, ladies. We got this. <laughs> There's no ladies who listen to this show. Yeah, Caroline, quiet. Pipe down. We'll tell you who the, the hottest guy is. Samuel Quant. Victor's cute, but Samuel Quant's body's absolutely insane. I don't even know where I was going with it. Oh, they're all hot. All the athletes are amazing. Like, 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 what can you say bad about Noah's body? What can you say? But um, if you like, you put anyone next to Samuel Quant, their shit'll start looking weird. Yeah, Down Pepper's got an insane physique. Fucking uh um uh yeah, Sprague. If, yeah, if I'm a girl, I I take Sprague for sure. Nice and big. He's big. If I was a girl, I'd like Sprague for sure. (laughs) Of course, just the waist up, of course. Who gives a fuck about legs? Yeah. If you're over six feet tall, you automatically just kind of like... I mean, I saw saw, saw someone being interviewed the other day. um, Women would rather have a... I mean, this is a, a broad you know, generalization, but a tall fat guy than a, than a, a, a healthy, a skinny, uh healthy short guy. Devesh Maharaj, uh, the, the hammer, they're all between nine and 10, but we still need top 10 rankings in men's bodies at the games. Yeah. You're probably right. I agree. The thing is, is that someone's feelings will be hurt. Not that we care so much about that, but, Because they'll think if they're, if they're the, like, if you're the fucking ugliest dude at the games or chick at the games, you're still fucking hot. And we know people who are fucking ugly who we all think are hot because of just, like, they've wooed us over the years at the games. But they're fucking, like, six months of not working out and eating hamburgers and fries and milkshakes from being ugly. Oh, short, fat guy's fucked. What about a short, fat guy? Told you we're fucked. You really are a victim if you're a short, fat guy. Stephen Flores, Bethany Shadburn has a nice head, that's for sure. Her head's at twelve. By her head, I mean her head. Her head's at twelve, like her cabeza. All right, we didn't get to anything today. We oh um. Okay, we found out don't lend money to Armenians. God, talk about some bad press for my people. I can't tell if I like this guy. I wonder what you guys think of this guy. This guy ruffles my feathers a little bit. Is that just because I'm, that's my, uh, I still got a little libtard in me? I can't tell. Okay, well listen, listen to this. This is this guy's name is Goob U2. Goob U2. Goo U2? Like meaning he came on you? I gooed you too. I gooed you. Maybe. I don't know. Uh Amanda uh Barnhart's quads are a 12 out of 10. Oh, David Shrunk. Yeah, wow. That's fucking that is a good point. But I'm telling you, Samuel Quant is like. I saw, was looking at some behind-the-scenes footage of him with his shirt off. It's, it's, it's true, it's, it's nuts. The Judge and Shame Body Hotline, how can I help you?
2: Well, hello. Hi. This is Janelle.
0: Hey, what's up, girl? Uh-oh, shit, here we go.
4: Oh. <laughs> I thought I should just call in and explain wish comment yesterday.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, because you're popping. Hold on, hold on. God, she's a good dude. She deserves better audio than this. Hold on, let me fix this audio. Here we go. Janelle Winston, mother of three, kind soul. Are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hi.
4: Okay, so you gave your list of things that people have to do in order to be good parents and not hate their children. Which I object to. I that harsh? I mean, pretty
0: much. Okay, fair enough. Go on.
4: (laughs) So, for instance, I breastfed all three of my children. I also had them all in a birth center away from hospital. However, at seven and a half months, my oldest decided he was done nursing. Does that mean I hate my kid because I couldn't get him to nurse anymore?
0: No, no, not at all. Not at all. I think well, that's what I, I'm
4: saying is like life happens. And so you can't have these absolutes of these are the things you must do to not hate your children, which is kind
0: of ridiculous. I apologize. For you speaking have to do the best such. you can. I apologize. <laughs> and I appreciate you calling me out for speaking on such um, hyperbole. Uh, is unacceptable. But and <laughs> may I please. Yes. To contextualize. I don't think it's unrealistic. To ask a mom, <clears throat> to judge a mom, to judge yourself, to demand of yourself to not consume caffeine or alcohol or nicotine while you're pregnant or breastfeeding.
4: Correct. Those are absolutely reasonable
0: things. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Well, that's what I meant. Sorry. But if some I, people if I tipped but over some the people edge, just
4: don't know, too. Right. Right. Like I, some but, people are just have no idea what they're doing and they don't know that caffeine is harmful or. I mean, pretty much everybody should know by now that alcohol and cigarettes sh- should not be consumed when pregnant or even, you know, when not. but um, Andrew, I,
0: Hiller, Andrew Hiller drinks between two and six C4s a day. I think I yeah, can see crazy. very clearly <laughs> that being manifested in the way he speaks in his personality. Do you?
4: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, he's amped out of his fucking gourd. Yeah, for sure. I can't imagine anybody thinking it's okay to drink an energy drink while you are breastfeeding. Yeah, but you're telling me that some people just just don't know. Are you standing by that? But I am saying that
4: because a lot of people just don't know about like nutrition too. Like, right? Like, I I've been working out whatever for twenty years, and I didn't know anything about nutrition about. You know, 10 years in, then I found out I found CrossFit and then I found, oh, wait, I can't eat like shit and exercise and be happy. Like people just if you don't read about it, if you don't have exposure to it, you literally just don't know.
0: When I look at those cans in the store, right, like when I go by that aisle and I'm like, hmm, do I want a bang or a ghost? I. I feel like I'm at a fucking meth lab and I'm buying meth. Maybe maybe just and I and I and I guess I just project that onto everyone that everyone knows. Like when you're looking at that fucking gas station in the middle of nowhere and it's like three aisles of just energy drinks like you know you're about to do something bad. And I get and, and that's what, just and what just you're like, and what you're saying is that a lot of people don't know.
4: I I mean that's how I see it. I Wow. My dad found out like <laughs> way late in life. So okay, growing up, we had soda and juice all the time in the house, all the time. And my dad eventually read this book about how you need to drink water, revolutionary, and stop drinking soda. And he lost 20 pounds instantly because he, he never knew or didn't realize the amount right. of sugar and shit that's in soda. Right. He just, he had no idea. He grew up in the South and that's what you did. You drank soda. And like I had no idea until I was like in college that soda was so harmful. But it's like you know, just eating a cup of sugar right out of the bag and all the chemicals in it. Like you just you just carry on with your life and do your habits and don't realize the harmful crap you're doing to yourself. I mean, I think everybody knows that fast food's not great for you, but do they realize that like the extent of the har- of the harm? And like those pumpkin spice lattes that have 3,000 calories, people realize that that's like a whole meal for the whole day every time they order one at Starbucks.
0: No, I guess you're right. And as you're saying this, I'm going back in my life thinking of the time, like, I mean, not only did I not know that um, juice wasn't ideal, I thought it was good.
2: Yeah. Oh, freshly
0: right? squeezed I did orange juice. Drink six <laughs> exactly. gallons of it. I'm, like, getting oh, he- I'm getting healthy. It's fruit.
4: It must yes. be good for me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> same.
0: Same.
4: Same. And, I was and, shocked and, when someone said, "Oh, it's so much <laughs> sugar." And I'm like, "What sugar?"
0: <laughs> and then, have you ever noticed that now that you don't drink that stuff, if you do take a sip of juice, you're like, "Wow, this like your your taste buds have really? like recalibrated." You're like, "Wow, this is like this is totally. like a, a superpower in this cup of juice." This is like just pure sugar. I yeah. can't believe how sweet and powerful this is.
4: Yeah, even like the candies that I grew up in, they're just – they're so much. They're so sweet
0: that I'm like, whoa. But anyway. Anyway. I guess I was on some sort of uh, psychotic rage yesterday. I thought my, my – the the points that I, I wanted to most circle around was the fact that n- you shouldn't drink 300 milligrams uh, of, of caffeine from a can while you're pregnant or when you're breastfeeding and you sure Correct. fuck shouldn't be the paragon of health and power and beauty that tia Toomey is and tell the world that you drink this because you're a good mom in the same sentence i mean i was just yes that i just find that god i sound like an old person, morally reprehensible is that is that the phrase when you get when you're when you're on your high horse I'm just like, I just can't believe it, dude. Come on. I would be totally cool with her saying, too, like, I can't wait till I'm done breastfeeding so I can get back to my reign. Got it. Check. Yeah. I appreciate you. I know that you're pushing your body to its limits. But mama. Yeah. Come on, mama. Don't tell the mamas that shit's okay. Please. Yeah. I just,
4: I also want. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. All right. Well, there's as a as a woman and as a mother there is so much guilt and shame that you put on yourself that i really object to people adding to that like with the you, breastfeeding you mean the, the thing the pressure of
0: being a perfect mom and then
4: the pressure of being a perfect mom okay like for instance breastfeeding especially because i had a hell of a time with breastfeeding with i have 3 children two of them i like i cried and wept and wanted to stop very badly for three months Why? because Cause it hurt they Cause both it, hurt? Had, it hurt so effing bad it hurts so bad like i would almost yell every time they latched and so if you're doing that eight to ten times a day i mean just imagine that <laughs>
0: yeah yeah my wife it, was just always it breastfeeding was it. Yeah. Awful. That's, yeah that's crazy it was
4: awful and i kept at it because of the mom shame I like i can't not feed my kids breast milk i have to do this and, like, this is the, the toll that it took on me as a young mother with little tiny babies. It was extensive. And so, I want for other women who go through really hard things like breastfeeding, like my sister in law, she has inverted nipples. Her nipples literally turn into her breast, and she cannot breastfeed without I can fix that major, for her. major. I could fix that for her. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But, like, what I'm trying to say is that. We put enough guilt and shame on ourselves that we don't need outside forces <laughs> doing that as well. Fair enough. So I get what do you think defensive. about this?
0: What do you think about this crazy talk? Listen, this this is the shit that drives me fucking nuts. Listen to this. Okay. Someone wrote this okay, in the comments. I'm listening. If you consume a cup of coffee while you're actually breastfeeding, the caffeine doesn't get to the baby for an hour and it's gone in two hours. So you can definitely drink coffee during breastfeeding. I mean, this is like
4: I feel two ways about it. I feel two ways about it because you got to survive, right? When you have little tiny kids and if your husband's not around and if you have a bunch of little kids and that cup of coffee is the only thing like that you look forward to in your day, you know, maybe the kid will be okay.
0: (laughs) I mean, not ideal. The kid will be okay. The kid will it's be not okay. not ideal. The kid's going to sure. be okay when you smoke cigarettes. The kid's going to be okay when you drink alcohol. The kid's going to be okay when you drink coffee. I don't. Yeah. All I hear when you I read that. should avoid it, for sure. All I hear when I read that is a justification.
4: It is a justification. Like. It totally is.
0: Like, hey, man, you're so making. We all have those I mean, areas, right? Right, totally. I mean, I'm the fucking worst, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I am not even, cl- like, I'm the worst. I hide all my shit, but. I'm not gonna lie to myself and be like, like I, if I was a baby, I'm glad I would want Haley Haley uh, uh, Matosian to be my fucking mom. My wife didn't drink caffeine sure. or too. coffee <laughs> or smoke for fucking three and a half years. And dude, she was a fucking. My wife loved nicotine, and I probably shouldn't have said that. My wife loved nicotine, loved uh, coffee, and loved alcohol. And when she got pregnant, yeah. she fucking stopped. And here's another thing: my wife was a hardcore vegan. And the she's like, "Hey, man, I need a hamburger." I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, and I she and I can never forget right when she got pregnant with Obie, she just started crushing me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it, I love it, it can be done. And she wasn't a to tortured soul. Granted, the first month of all quitting all that shit is hard. But yeah. but um, I just keep thinking who if I was a baby, I would not want my. I also know kids. You probably know kids like this, too. I knew this. I know this chick in college. She, I remember she was like she was really skinny and tall and she would always tell me um, while we were outside smoking cigarettes and getting drunk in front of her house. You know why my body's like this? Because my mom smoked during the pregnancy. Oh,
3: geez. That's
0: awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone likes to justify yep. why he uses the handicap stall. <laughs> hey, and the parking spots, Jedediah, he's <laughs> all that shit. And you're right, I do justify it. I just, I don't, I, I, I guess the distinction is this: you're right, the pressures on the pressures unnecessary, uh, in, to some levels that I do it. I granted, and I and I don't want to alienate people. I, but that I'm also managing that with I can't I can't stand the arguing of limitations. Yeah, and, victimhood and, sucks. And I just want. I'd rather just people accept their shortcomings and be compassionate with themselves, but also, hold, yeah, themselves I to also a high, but hold themselves to a high standard.
4: Right. And I also feel it's really important to have compassion for other people as well and their limitations.
0: Right. Fair enough. Because you okay. can't
4: reach people.
0: Okay. You can't reach
4: people if you're not compassionate to them or if they feel you're being judged instead of understood. Right.
0: All right. I like that. I like that. That's good.
4: Okay. All right. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Are you still married?
4: Yes, I am. 17 years. 17 and a half.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. Yep. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Damn. I got schooled for 16 minutes. 16 minutes of schooling. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: Jeremy World, you pretty easy, Seve. Let me tell you, I heard her voice and I just melted inside. Melted. Uh, I don't know what the secret to a successful marriage is. I really don't. My wife is so fucking cool. I cannot tell you how cool she is. I guess we, we do have kind of this one uh, rule that we know that we're each responsible for our own, um, um, happiness can't, you can't, you can't depend on other people for your happiness. Um, my wife has no nag in her. My wife never, ever nags me like never. It's crazy. Uh, If you were a baby whose mom had postpartum depression, would you want your mom to take her life or have a cup of coffee? Hold on. Let me. Uh, mm, uh... Coffee. Thank you, though, for giving me the option. I don't know if that was victim jargon. I, I don't. I didn't take it. It was victim jargon. I mean, that thing she did at the end there, that little fucking... She did that jiu-jitsu on me. She did the... um Aikido on me. Like, hey, you have to have compassion for yourself. But you have to have compassion for where people are in their, in their process, too. Like, yeah, I agree. I, um... Yeah, I, I mean... Like, yo, dude. Compassion... It's compassion and patience and... And, he, and, and it's good for me to hear this, too. It's good for me, her to, like, she took me back in time to a time where, like. Yeah, she took me back to a time when I didn't know shit. And and I think Hiller asked me a great question on the show the other day. Is there a time when you don't stick something in your mouth and you don't think about it? No, those days are long gone. That I, And that kind of sums up my eating disorder. Once again though that I'm super compassionate With myself and I accept but like eating is Like okay now I'm putting this in Like fuck Really you're gonna have this Yep I'm gonna have it (sighs) If my queen Haley Miss Pugface Uh uh, w- wanted to do pole dancing. What do you mean, pole dancing? You mean at the local bar with like her ass hanging out of her shorts? Uh, no, I would not be okay with it. I don't see the way men are, is I, I don't know how women work, but like. <clears throat> I don't think like I hear this I, I hear this thing like women want to like look beautiful and all this stuff <clears throat> and dress up and go out and just whatever that kind of stuff. I I don't I don't um, I don't know I'm, I'm. I might be too old that for you to ask that question too. Uh, let me <clears throat> <coughs> pool boy. Uh, Miss Pugface is hot. I have this weird thing for Asian chicks now. Oh, you mean the same thing you have for white chicks and black chicks and Hispanic chicks? You now have for Asian chicks, and it's weird. Oh, for fitness? Yeah, I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, pull. I think I like to be honest with you. Like, I um, when uh, Haley and I used to go to LA a bunch and we would stay by uh, at this hotel and near the hotel. There was this, um, there was, uh, there's this park, probably some of you even know it, and it had, it had two steel climbing poles, and then these two thick poles that held up this whole structure was outside, <clears throat> it was a cool structure for, for exercising, and no one used it besides Haley and I, and we would fucking do tons of pole climbing, like rope climbing, but it's pole climbing, and then we would climb the ones that were angles, and we'd do all that shit, I think pole climbing's fucking absolutely, I think pole dancing's awesome. All the pole work is cool. Um, but uh, the kind of like the seduction, whatever, dancing, like, hey, I, uh, I, I don't really, um, as an art form like that, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, like, if she went to a studio and there were, like, 13 other girls and three trannies there doing it, yeah, I, w- I don't think I would care. But if she had some desire to do it, like, at the bar... So that she could get some sort of value from the audience watching her? No, I'm fuck you. No, I don't like that. I say that with peace and love, dude. Krista Parham, uh, I swear you have a story for everything. <clears throat> I done it all, man. I done it all. I had a therapist suggest I start pole dancing to help my marriage. <laughs> I stopped going to her. Uh Seven admittedly uh knows nothing about women proceeds to give breastfeeding advice for an hour. Yeah, that that is that's true too. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Yep, that's kind of true. That's all true. Cuz I give the bre- that's true. I give the breastfeeding advice um just cause I know it's what I would want as a kid, but, but oh, Heidi says all that shit's true too. Ignores the science regarding caffeine and pregnant women. Shut up, dude. Do you know what, do you ignores that? That doesn't even mean anything to here. You, you, that doesn't even mean anything to anyone here, dude. We are so beyond that kind of, uh, I want to be really specific about the kind of argument you're trying to lay out, and no one here is going to buy that. This is like this is like the honest room. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my doctor told me it's okay that I have one beer a day. It's it's fine. Oh, your doctor told you, huh? Oh, maybe you are twelve daily doses. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, I, hey, listen. I'm not defending any of that stuff I take. I'm the first one to tell you that I would love to. I love chugging a bang. They, don't conflate, don't conflate the truth with my behavior. I'll be sitting here smoking cigarettes, telling you about how they give you lung cancer, and you're like, this guy's a hypocrite. You're totally missing the point. I'm not a hypocrite because I'm smoking and telling you it gives lung cancer. That is not the definition of hypocrite. Okay. uh, Speaking, I don't know. Do you guys want to do, are we done? Eric, are you off the plane? podcast i do want to talk though okay i have to talk to my friends no we aren't done i'm done okay good oh wouldn't that be crazy heidi kroom says god you know that's kind of an action action star's name heidi kroom All right. Remember, don't lend money to Armenians, and make sure you watch the Bears game tonight and tomorrow morning. Is tomorrow Friday? I cannot believe. Tomorrow morning, uh, Tyson Bajan will be here, quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Oh, my goodness. Not No, 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 not Heidi Klum. Heidi, I think um, – uh, uh, anyway, maybe I am. I don't know who that is, but you could be – Heidi Klum is an action star. All right. I just got cold. It's freezing in here. Time to have Dave back. Talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Janelle, thanks for calling. Uh, David, uh, races Dave, thank you for uh picking up a new nickname today. Uh the self help book, always nice to see you. Um and uh can uh can't see the chocolate dick. Did you eat it? It's because the big black dick uh hides back there in the um Black dicks are kind of uh, camouflaged. And I, I need I need I need to rework my whole studio again. I fucked some shit up in here. Yes, uh go over to vindicate. Thank you, Judy. Make sure you go over to vindicate and get your VCTM shirt.
2: Bye bye.